Sometimes we do things differently when others are around because we're worried about what they think. Sometimes we're so worried about cracking or making a bad sound that we're not really able to think about the music and the music that we've worked so hard on and the music that we absolutely love. In this episode, we go a little deeper to discuss caring about what others think and then giving you some tools to embrace and manage the art of people-pleasing. Welcome to Behind the Red Curtain, where we talk about productivity, practice, performance techniques, overcoming stage fright and performance anxiety, and living your happiest and best life. I'm Chelsea Hart Melcher. I'm an opera singer that built a school of music with my husband, Paul, from scratch. In addition to performing, I focus on sharing my education and experience with students hungry to learn and grow. I'm super passionate about helping performers manage their anxiety, work through the negative self-talk, and grow in confidence. And in hearing from me in a lot of these different topics and subjects, I just want you to know that Paul is often the brains behind them. We have a lot of discussions together, and he has amazing ideas and amazing insight to bring to the table. We discuss it, we talk about it, and then I am the person that delivers the messages to you. Everybody. It is Chelsea Melcher here with Red School of Music and today I wanted to talk to you about how to stop caring about what other people think. So if you don't know me, my name is Chelsea. My husband and I, Paul, have a music school, the Red School of Music, together and I'm also an active performer and I've done various operas, musical theater, concert works, um, recordings, all, all of the like. And so I definitely know the struggle of what it means when, when you care about what other people think, especially too much, right? It can, it can really get in the way. And so this is for you. If maybe you feel like there are certain things where you do things differently in front of other people and, or you, you're worried about taking a chance on stage or in your in your music or in your lessons because you're worried about what people are listening or what people are thinking in that moment this is for you and so this this is something where you can be worried about judgment as well and it's kind of this this trap that you can get involved in and I've really struggled with it and I've worked through it as well and I'm still working through it. I've done a lot of work into this and so my journey as someone that cares about what other people think I've always been a people pleaser type of per personality and so in that I've, I've often found myself in different situations whether they were music related like performing or they were socially related or they're business related where I really take to heart what other people think and to the point where it's probably to a fault. So in my in my singing, sometimes I've done auditions where I was so up in my head about who was listening and what they thought and what what did they think about this or what did they think about how what I the rep that I'm singing to the point where it really affected my audition and I wasn't really able to enjoy it. I wasn't able to actually think about the music that I was singing. I was just I was just caring about what they were thinking instead and sometimes in social situations I'm, I'm a very non-confrontational um, person and so there have been some times where this fear will creep in where there might be something where I, I disagree or I feel like I want to say something but then all of a sudden this is like a fear of disrupting the peace or a fear of making someone unhappy with me that all of a sudden it feels there's something inside of me that 
that can often shut down. Um, and so also I see this with students a lot where they'll be at our studios and there are other people that can hear outside the door. And you can tell that all of a sudden all of these thoughts are like, well, what are these people thinking? And, uh, and so this happens a lot. And then even sometimes right now I'm, I'm feeding Molly. So I'm teaching a bit outside from my garage. And so I have, I'll have students that will, there'll be cars that are passing and then they can, they're looking like, oh my gosh, who's, who's watching me as I sing? And I, and I'll just be going for it and, and trying to and encourage them to do the same thing. And so that's been some of my journey with caring about what other people think and, oh, hey, Marla, and, uh, and doing all of that. And so I have five tips to help with stopping to care about what other people think. The first one is, where is this coming from? So most of the time when we're concerned about something, we can go back and think about our childhood and the situation that may have happened in our childhood. And not that everyone's childhood is traumatic per se, there, there is definitely traumatic childhoods, but there are some things that we'll experience in our childhood that are traumatic to us. We are not, our brains are not cognitively developed in the, in the same way that they are as adults. And so sometimes there's something you think about children crying over spilt milk or the, that saying it's, it's the same sort of thing where it's like, Oh no, it's, it's no big problem. It's no big deal. But then to you as a child, it's a really big deal and it can deeply affect you and it can deeply affect the personality that you have for the rest of your life. And so, so in thinking about that, um, in a, in a performer's aspect, maybe you had a situation where, uh, for me, I, I would wait for the applause, right? So, so as a young child and you're performing and things, you wait for after the performance, you're like, oh, the applause. Okay. That means I did a good job. Or, or there's people coming up to say good job to me. So that means I did a good job. And today there will be so many times where I'll, I'll do a performance, but no one that I know is there. And maybe I'm not, I'm not seeing people afterwards or I'm not able to see people afterwards. So it's, there's nothing to judge of like, oh, oh my gosh, what do, what do people think? I don't know. And so it's, it's one of those things where I have to trust, but that, that's one of my personal experiences as a performer of where this came from. Another thing is, is this feeling of needing to please, needing to make sure everyone's happy. Where is that coming from for me? And I had some work done about this and I figured out that it was probably from my childhood with my older sister growing up. So I have an amazing older sister. She's one of my best friends. Um, she's incredible. And in growing up, if you have sisters, you know, sisters can, be amazing and they can also sometimes they can fight they can be catty they can be brutal in a way and I never had a, a traumatic experience with my sister but she's my older sister I've always looked up to her and always wanted to please her always wanted to make her happy and so there's there's some connection for me in that of making sure oh my gosh I have to make sure that my sister is happy and so that's where my people pleasing comes from and there were certain situations where I stayed silent in order to keep the peace or things like that and so in doing that and in going back into your past what it does is it helps you kind of put a label on it so instead of this this thing that you're struggling with and that you just keep struggling with you're able to say oh okay this this is where this came from and yes it was traumatic to me at the time 
but that doesn't mean that it still has to be traumatic to me. And it just kind of helps you realize, it helps you put a label and say, okay, this is this is what this thing is and this is where it came from. And it, for some reason, it lessens its power on you when, when it does that. And so that has definitely helped me of, of figuring out where is this coming from? Where is this need to please or make everyone happy, especially if I'm performing or on stage, where is it coming from? And then, Second tip is consider the source. So this is, this is a tricky one. Is this coming from a certain family member? Is this coming from a friend? Is this coming from a company? And so if you're a student and you are really worried about what other people are thinking, you're worried about taking risks and in your singing, you can think about, well, what, what are you worried about? First off, what is you're worried about somebody a certain person maybe this is a friend and maybe this friend had said something bad to you in the past so maybe that's for you you're like oh that's my source this is where this is coming from in the first place is i had a friend that said something negative to me i was singing and i i was feeling totally great about singing in my past and then all of a sudden one of my friends said blah 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 and they didn't really intend it but it really deeply hurt me and it made me feel insecure. That could be something. Um, or it could be a family member. Sometimes people will be like, oh yeah, I was feeling really confident about singing until I sing. And then my sister came downstairs where I was singing. She was like, um, can you be quiet? You sound terrible or something like that, where she doesn't mean it by any means, but it, it's something that comes back to you and it affects you and you realize, okay, that's where that's coming from. So then in this step two, consider the source family, where is this coming from? Then you can think about what's the worst thing that can happen. So if this is a friend, if some comment is coming from a friend and you're worried about what does this friend think, then what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, your friend can make you feel really, really crappy. And if so, are they really a good friend? or a family member. Family members can be quite brutal to each other and there's always love there, right? But family members can sometimes, the people that you love the most can sometimes be the people that you hurt the most. And so in that, considering the source, is this coming from a sibling? A sibling that doesn't really intend to, but they're being pretty rude to you. And just realizing, okay, that's not really truth, right? It's coming from somebody that intends well, but we just battle it out. And so that could be one of the things, something for me when I've considered the source before in my performing or auditioning, sometimes there was an experience that I had where I was auditioning for a specific company and I thought this was a company that really aligned with things that I was going for, priorities that I had. It seemed like a really fun company to work with. I knew some people that had worked with this company. And so I did my audition and then after I did my audition and I, I mean, I put my whole heart on the line, but after I did my audition, the, one of the gentlemen said something to me that, um, he was criticizing a choice that I had made in that. And for me, that just, that broke my heart because I, I just gave it everything. And of course, when you're auditioning, you're putting your heart on the line, right? You're just standing in front of people and you're just like, here, take me or leave me, do what you want with me. This is, this is what I'm doing. And so in that, in that comment, it really made an impact on me because I was thinking, oh my gosh, they, they didn't like it. They hated it. And, and then I had to consider the source and I had to consider thinking about it. And, and then in thinking about it, I was like, wait a second, 
I mean, if this, this is what I have to offer. This is what I have to bring. And I'm somebody that I like to take risks and make certain choices on, on stage. And if they can't get behind that, then this is not a company that I want to work with. And so I had to talk myself through that one and really come to this conclusion of, I don't want to work with them type of thing. And so in considering the source, you think about the worst thing that could happen and you can also work through it. How, how would you handle it um, in making a plan? So in, in that example that I just gave, that was me thinking, okay, this is a company that doesn't really align or see what I have to offer or see um, me putting my heart on the line and all of these risks or choices that I'm making. And so what's the worst thing that can happen? Uh, they don't want to hire me. Is that really the worst thing that can happen with a company that doesn't truly see the value in what I'm bringing? That's really not that bad after all, right? So when you go through the worst case scenario, maybe it's not the worst case after all. And then it can loosen, lessen its power on you as, as it does me. We interrupt this program to talk about something important. Okay, so I might get a lot of flack for this, but I believe that most of our success with performing and auditioning is mental. Yes, you can work on perfecting your technique, working out all the acting, everything like that. Yes, but it can all go out the window if you don't have the right mindset, if you don't have confidence, and if you don't channel your anxiety in a way that helps you when you're performing or auditioning. So I have created a free mini training just for you. It's called five steps to getting your mind off the opinions of others. It's the solution for performing and auditioning with more confidence. It's, it gives you a checklist of pretty much fundamental techniques to get in line so that you can stay focused on what you truly want when you're performing or you're auditioning. So it breaks my heart that so many music students, especially, but so many people are suffering through their anxieties and they're all alone and they're dealing with all of this stuff all by themselves and they don't get the help that they really truly need and perform in a way that they deserve to be performing with, with so much talent and then having mental blocks that hold them back. And then they actually don't get what they truly deserve and they don't experience performing in a way that they could. So luckily there's a simple process for anyone that can follow the stop being so self-conscious and caring what other people think there's steps involved. So I have made this guide available to you and you can download it by going to stop caring what they think.com and you just go right there and then you are able to download it. And I hope that it, it really, really helps you. It's, I created it for you so that you can gain confidence, stop caring what everyone else thinks and really get focused on what you truly want to be thinking about in, in your performance. And so if you want more confidence and even if other people are hearing you practice all by yourself in the music room, leave it late at night, early in the morning, all times of day, this, I made this for you. So you can go to stop caring what they think so that you can reserve your download. Now back to where we were. So number three tip is giving the benefit of the doubt. So, so many times 
it's not about us and we make it about us, but it's really not. There's so many things going on behind the scenes. Everybody has a different story. Everyone's coming at it from a different perspective. And all of a sudden, sometimes we can project things and make it about us when it's not really about us. So if you, if you take a look at, um, an example of me in this audition that I gave, maybe, maybe he was having a really bad day and there was a comment that was said to him and he was really upset about it. And then he was really hungry because it was past his lunchtime and he didn't get it. And so he was super grumpy. And then maybe a family member sent him a message and that he, and it was really stressing him out. And then it was just kind of the last straw, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back type of thing. And then he just said something thing to me and maybe maybe he didn't even truly mean it maybe it was just a, a bad day and so even I don't know what the behind the scenes situation was but I have to give him the benefit of the doubt and say what is the best possible situation that this could have been that's something that my dad actually taught me was when you're interpreting something a certain way, any kind of conflict, any sort of situation where you're maybe people pleasing, if you're interpreting a certain way, you think, how, what is the best possible situation that this could have been? Maybe they didn't mean this. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe it was about this. Maybe it was about this. And then give them the benefit of the doubt. And in, in the least, it changes how you feel about it. There's been so many times with me personally, I have, I have good intentions with, with my situations and interactions that I have. And I'm sure that there's been times where something has been interpreted and I didn't mean it that way. And I only wish that people would give me the benefit of the doubt as well. And so that is something, a gift that you can give to other people. And so if you're afraid about what they're thinking or you're nervous about they're judging you, think about, well, maybe it's not, it's not really about you after all. And you have to always remember that people want you to do well. People in the audience, people that are watching you, people that are listening to you, your teachers, your colleagues, your friends, the judges, Everybody wants you to do well. They really do. And they're more comfortable watching you when you're more comfortable. And so you have to remember to give people the benefit of the doubt. And sometimes when people are judging or auditioning, they're thinking, is this going to be a good colleague? Do I want to work with this person in the future? Is this, is this someone that's going to really help with um, the mission that we have in, in music and wanting to do that? And so you have to just remember, it's not always about you. And there, there could be something behind the scenes that you don't know. And you just have to say, okay, you know what? It could be this. I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. And it's going to make you feel so much better too. It's going to give you a lot more confidence on stage. And you also have to remember there are people in the world that aren't all um, happiness and roses. And we know that, right? And so if there's someone that you're worried about uh, and you're singing something for them and you're worried about what they're thinking and maybe this person is kind of a nasty person and maybe they would say something mean. You know what that is coming from? That is stemming from oftentimes jealousy. And so oftentimes there's something that you have that you're offering that they wish that they had or they feel bad that they don't have. And then that makes them, I mean, cutting you down and making fun of you in some way or making some snide remark. And then you hear about it later. That's because they're actually jealous and they are inspired by you in some way. Or they wish that there was something that they could pull off of what you have. So you just have to remember that too, because there are 
there can be really nasty people in the world too, but it does make a difference. It does make a difference. So always remember that. All right. So tip number four, you can work on filling that void. So sometimes when we feel the need to please, there's like this void. And then if, if someone isn't happy with it, or if we're not sure, we don't have enough feedback. Sometimes we need all that feedback. If we're not getting it, you can feel this sense of emptiness. The people pleasers, they know this, they know what I'm talking about here. And so what you can do is you can fill it with things that are feel good, things, uh, priorities that you have and uh, distractions. And so for me, my priorities are my family and music and my, especially my children and making my house look really nice, being in a really nice environment that makes me feel calm and makes me feel productive and makes me feel creative. Those are all really important things for me. So if I'm having a situation where I'm really worried about what somebody else is thinking or it's kind of getting in my head or maybe there was a negative experience that I had on with, with the music school, maybe there was somebody that was really upset about something and I got some sort of a negative feedback in some way and it's really, it's really weighing hard on me and then my initial reaction usually is like, oh my gosh, well, I care so much and, and I've been working so hard in this music school and, and I wish that they saw that I had good intentions and everything like that. But sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. And so then I have to say, all right, I'm going to fill this void with something else. And so then I will go and sometimes I'll make a list of things that give me joy. And so a lot of times right now that's playing basketball with Mikey. He's like, play Space Jam. So we play Space Jam and then we'll go shoot hoops together. Well, his basketball is like this tall, the hoop itself and the, the balls are like this. Um, but it's great. It's a great thing to do with a two year old and, uh, going on a walk. I love going on walks with Paul and Molly. Notice how I didn't say Michael there. Michael, for your future self that might be watching this, you're not a good walking companion because you will just, you'll either want to run, you will pretend that you're Lightning McQueen and you'll either want to run way, way far ahead and give me a heart attack and be like, oh my gosh, I have to keep up with you because, uh, you know, I don't know, like cars and mom and child and, you know, streets and everything like that. Or you'll just say that you want to walk, but that you won't walk really, really fast and then you'll drag behind or you won't stop talking like it's constant. So walk, walk time, usually a lot of people, you see them going on walks and it's kind of this calming, peaceful time. Not here, not here. It's, it's, we have to bring some kind of treat. We have to bring a water. There's so much going on. So if for your future self, Michael, hopefully we can work through this walking situation. So it's a little bit more pleasant. Um, but then also something that I really love is singing, of course, and just feeling singing, especially the songs that I love to sing. So one of, one of the things that I've worked through as a people pleaser is sometimes I would sing things for other people or the, the thing that other people wanted me to sing, but then I didn't really feel connections with them. And, and there are always reasons why to do that. Yes. But something that I've really worked on, especially during this period, during this um, pandemic and where a lot of things, my performances have been canceled is I have to think, okay, well, I'm going to sing songs that I want to sing. Like just me, just me, the, the songs that I pick out, not that somebody picks out for me. It's, it's really, really exciting in that way. And so those are all things that help me. And then in the last, the last tip that I have, tip number five is let it shape you. So there's a lot of situations that can happen in our life and they're not fun and they're uncomfortable and 
they can really hurt us and they can really break us down. But you know what? You are not one of those people because you take those things and you let them shape you. We need to create a, a thick outer shell for ourselves and we're always learning. We're always growing. And so then anytime that we get feedback, as much as it might hurt sometimes, we, we can really take that and then use that to grow. We can become smarter with that. We can come, become stronger with that. We can use all of these things to help us. And so one, one of the things that has helped me become stronger is, especially performing, having really embarrassing situations. Like everything that you can probably think of that people are worried about when they're performing, it has happened. Like cracking. That's one of the things that a lot of my students are worried about is cracking in front of, in front of people. Happened a lot. So many times. Who, who has cracked? Who has cracked? Tell me right now in the comments, okay? Um, because I know I'm not alone here. And, and then also forgetting an entrance, forgetting, forgetting words of something. So there was this one time where I was doing this competition and for whatever reason, I completely blanked on the words. And then I just had to sing on syllables like, oh, or something until I, until I figured out. But it was about a verse and a half of that. So I don't know, maybe 60 seconds of of that that happened um so has it happened to you has it ever happened to you have you ever forgotten the words tell me in the comments um or another thing is that i have i literally have fallen flat on my face in front of a big group of people yes and not only once but i have done it two times two times on the stage all right so so y'all that are worried about that i have experienced that and i'll tell you what yes it's, it's embarrassing. It's hurtful to one's ego, but you live through it. You learn to laugh at yourself and then you say, what was I so worried about? I mean, you have these experiences that can be really embarrassing and really say traumatic, but then you just use them. You use them to make you stronger and to be like, oh wow, well, you know, I'm still alive. I'm okay. <laughs> so, so I'm all that much better to, to have experienced that. There was this one time where I completely ran out of breath. I was doing this really long phrase and it's gone. I mean, I know, I know in performances you have to be ready for whatever. And especially with this particular conductor that I was working with at the time, um, he would, he would change things all the time. So I was just ready for whatever, but there was, uh, the, the night of the performance, there was a specific phrase that was particularly long and I always snuck a breath in the middle of it. But this performance, this phrase was stretched out to be like, probably five times longer than what has ever happened in any rehearsal before. And I totally went on a breath and I was like gasping for air and it did not look pretty in front of a whole audience. And there was, I mean, it was being videotaped and everything. So all of these things that have happened to me and have happened for me, I try to utilize those to make me a stronger person, to make me a stronger performer. And just to feel like you have a, thick outer school, right? And so all of these things can help you. So please let me know in the comments what bad experiences you might have had uh, performing or some things that you're working through yourself. And then please also let me know what, what helps you, what helps you not care about what other people think, what helps you um, feel like you just can go out there and do whatever in front of an audience and it, and it doesn't really matter. And so thank you so much for spending this time with me today. It's been wonderful and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Okay.